0: Welcome to this episode of All Damn Night, the greatest music podcast in history. I am your host, Brandon Richardson, here with uh, my co-host... Resident expert, Sean. Sean, good to have you. Thank you. Well, uh, so we're going to uh, jump into a, a what we call a nightcap, a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, we got some big things in the work for the month of October. Oh, yeah. It's a and, spooky month. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> Um today we're going to jump into a what we call a music year in music
1: history. Yeah, interesting.
0: It's a it's actually a brainchild that Sean came up with.
1: Oh, you're flattering me, man.
0: I I try I try, but it's a, so we're going to pick a year in history, we have picked a year in history that we're going to review what happened in that year and then what happened in that year in music history and to kick us off for October we got a little bit of a spooky story.
1: Cool. Let's yeah. have it. Well, All what right. year are we talking about here?
0: So, for this year we have picked 1919. Oh, wow. A pivotal year in world history. So, we're going to check it out on this episode of All Damn Night. Welcome to All Damn Night. So, Sean. Oh, yeah, I'm here still. 1919. <laughs> Thanks okay. for sticking around.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so 1919 brings us to uh, the year after, just after the w- First World War has concluded. Okay. 11-11-2018 uh, uh, is, I'm sorry, 1918 is the year that uh, the date that World War I ended. Oh, wow. The 11th hour. That's where the, the phrase comes oh, from. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's where they took it too. Okay. So 11-11 is 11, Armistice whole, Day.
1: What's the whole, uh, oh, Armistice Day? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Day, yeah. Wow, I had no idea.
0: That's the tail end of nineteen eighteen. That brings us to nineteen nineteen.
1: What's the whole before we go forward, what's the whole 11-11-11 thing? Isn't that like a uh sign of the devil or something like that?
0: I forget. That was seven years ago, but I remember that. And then there was okay. twelve, twelve, twelve. Yeah, there was a and yeah. then there was there was obviously uh June 6, thousand six. Oh which yeah. Which was like, uh, some shitty movie came out that day. Um I can't remember. If anybody something remembers about Mary. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, if you remember (laughs) him. But yeah, so 1919. So to cap everything off, after this worst war in world history, they have a a big convention in the city of Versailles, the the French city of Versailles. Oh, cool. So they're going to hash everything out, and this ends up being a, a bit of a pissing contest between the winners and losers, where Germany gets a really... Uh, bad deal. Weren't so,
1: they split in half?
0: Uh, Germany was just stripped of their military and all their power and uh, a lot of their economic might. Uh, and then the Middle East was divided up uh, on the Sykes-Picot plan. So the Middle East that you see today, uh, the way that it's, that it's divided, in large part, for the most part, was formed in 1919. Oh, wow. Uh, largely, I'm sure they're oil, or oil ecstatic lights. about that. They love it. Yeah, you can see they're very happy with <laughs> yeah. it today. I think <laughs> everyone would say conclusively that's worked out really well.
1: Uh, and Wait, I, I, am I crazy or it was a uh, what's Easton? the Berlin Wall? Wasn't that from a product? No, that's that post World War Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I am crazy. I'm sorry.
0: You're insane. Yeah. No, it's, I mean like that's World War One is uh, super important and it's always like mixed up with World War Two because everyone knows World War Two. Yeah, but this yeah. is what set this right here, especially Versailles, is what set the stage for World War II because it's what made Germany so fucking mad. Oh wow! Yeah, they were really not that they weren't a little testy already. It seems they're that a bit of a they testy have people,
1: a bit of a reputation. They
0: yeah, are, you don't want to corner them. <laughs> um, you want to make them feel valued. It seems like so Versailles ran from June twenty eighth, nineteen nineteen, until January. 21st 1920
1: what were they talking about at the how, convention
0: how they were go- what they were going to do to germany what they were going to do to the um what was so that's the uh, allied powers in world war one allied the allied powers were ones versus lost. the Axis. no the axe that was a that's another thing that's like world war ii access oh, wow. it's flipped in world war one the allied powers were were germany um what was it germany Austria, Turkey. Uh, what else was in there? But anyways, yeah. The, so, so the the Europe that you see today and the Middle East were, were largely created in uh, 1919 by this treaty, and a lot of and everything kind of trickled down in the 20th century from Versailles. Oh And wow. um, this was kind of like sowing the seeds for a lot of people would say on an almost assured Second World War. Hmm. by the way that they set this up like how and i am not arguing that i'm just saying like this that people people will put the significance on versailles that it was the um the turning point in uh in what could have been a softer landing post-war for germany they really stuck it to them yeah and uh and, and made them pay and many people feel like that built up the resentment that that busted out in the 30s.
1: Do you think it was one of those situations where you want to just get it over with, rip off the band-aid and then deal with the consequences? No, they wanted to make Germany pay. So uh, wasn't it Stephen Hawking had this was quoted saying that if we do find alien life, our most rational step, first step is to just murder them all? Genocide the aliens? He's probably right. You know, because eventually it will lead to this, you know, a war. So was that the Treaty of Versailles kind of just stoking the fires on something that was going to happen anyways?
0: Um it, you know like that's hard to answer to say whether it would have happened anyways. A lot of people will say that it probably would have okay. um but I mean, a lot of people will say that you could have uh at least
1: could have done something to prevent yeah, okay. some, it. Yeah, you could have done
0: something and you might have prevented it. Uh but depending but it would have been I mean, let's not act like uh there was no reasoning behind them being pretty pissed off at Germany. Oh yeah, millions of people dead in the war that Germany started for no reason
1: at all. There was a lot of brutal tactics as well.
0: It it was well it was the worst war in world history up till that point. I mean, when you think about, uh, yeah, how many people how many people died in that? It's unthinkable. How many people were going to? It's millions and millions. And then we hit 1919, and we hit the Spanish flu. Oh, wow. So this is right after the war, before many soldiers had even come home. So we've lost uh, over 100 million people in the First World War, and then we lose anywhere between, depending on the estimates for, depending on where you look and what's counted, uh, anywhere between another 50 to 100 million people from the Spanish
1: flu. And these are 1900s numbers. This is right after the First World
0: War. Wow. Boom, the world gets hit with...
1: The gene pool just... Got real small,
0: just real yeah, quick a lot of people really believe that yeah, a lot of people think that um a lot of uh yeah genetic traits were lost in World War one and then world War two yeah, and like a lot of, well a lot of people like the way that France is seen now as as this um pacifist nation. They were a military powerhouse, yeah. Until the we First World this. War, we
1: wouldn't have been independent without their for help, for sure. Yeah. And then
0: they were like Napoleon was a right. was the preeminent world military power, and then even in World War One, they were, you know, like they were a a force to be reckoned with. Right. But when you lose millions and millions and millions really of young fighting men, it
1: takes you know generations to even come back. Yeah. It's
0: it's not. I don't think it's a completely invalid argument to. Think to at least posit the idea that maybe, um, maybe some of that is genetic. Maybe some of it's like, yeah, we lost all of our fighting men. Sorry, right. we sent them all off on suicide <laughs> charges. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of it's as a thought experiment, but it's a it's
1: no. We're quoting you directly. Thank you. Thank you. No, but it's something, this for it's the something um, yeah. worth
0: worth uh, considering. I think because it's the amount of death and devastation that happened in not those four years. It's that fifth year tagged on the four years of right, war and then right. this fifth year tagged on with an extra flu on
1: top yeah. of it. So wh- what was left and all the hope that had been saved just was just wiped away. another 50
0: yeah. to 100 best case scenario. What was, was the cause of the Spanish flu? Okay, well, the Spanish flu was the H1N1 virus.
1: That come which is still around, or
0: it's influenza. Okay, it's a it's a virus, but it it was called the Spanish flu. This is interesting because I was wondering why it was called the Spanish flu. It's because Spain wasn't directly involved in the war, so there was no censorship on their media. Hmm. So they were able to report early cases of the flu that started oh, wow. in nineteen eighteen. Oh, okay. So everyone thought, Oh, well, this is just in Spain. Truth was it was happening in Everywhere. France yeah. and Germany and Belgium as well. We were but trading of,
1: worldwide by this point for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. But i but the, the they weren't able to report on the um, on the, the deaths and the illnesses. Because there was a censorship on their media, so everyone yeah. thought like, "Well, it's just happening in Spain." It's
1: kind of like how we hear so many bad stories about Floridians. It's That's exactly what they I thought. Don't yeah. have any censorship, or actually, they're in, they're, they have they're forced to to put everything. Yes, public. exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and let's yeah. be fair
0: plenty of crazy shit happens yeah, in Florida but, but everyone you know, thinks plenty,
1: plenty of stuff gets swept under the rug here exactly that, you know sounds like hey this guy from Florida it's cutting copy and
0: paste you you know, explain but, that for just a second too that's that's something I just learned so it's like they're they're forced to report Florida these things are all public where
1: I, I'm not an expert in the field, but apparently um Florida has a, a certain legislature in place where they're forced to publicly Report report right. on all of the crimes and and everything that's going on within their their prison system and all their, their arrests and everything like this is all public knowledge right uh, you know someplace like here you really really have to dig for it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well so while all so yeah it's, that's that's a very good analogy right. though yeah like the, because there, because there was. No, no uh, censorship on their press. Everyone thought it was happening there, but no, it was happening all over the place. Good for the Spanish. Good for the Spanish. They deserve something. Yes, I love their not ham. This, though their ham. ham is great. Maybe I was gonna say maybe like a nice ham would have been better. That's than That's what this I thought. Like Spanish flu,
1: flu hams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, <laughs> apparently not. Well,
0: well, let's go over the... <laughs> some less terribly depressing
1: things. Well, I mean, I, I that just are music related. You well, you were telling me about uh, something. You were telling me this episode; ha- it was this year in music history, 1919, and I know of this very interesting topic that uh, I'd like to, to bring up that happened in January of 1919. Hit
0: us with it, right if from the you'll beginning.
1: Allow me. So this is from an article from a MentalFloss dot com uh, on January fifteenth, nineteen nineteen. Boston suffered one of the history's strangest disasters: a devastating flood of molasses. molasses. Yeah. The Great Molasses Flood tore through the city's north end and deposited so much gooey residue that locals claimed they could never. They could still smell the molasses on warm days decades later. In fact, you can.
0: It, it, and it's. I mean, it's funny. It sounds funny, but it was a nightmare of molasses. People died. Right. Uh, Animals <laughs> died in a wave of molasses. It's horrible.
1: Uh, a a fifty-foot tall, ninety-foot across steel <sighs> tank. Uh, ruptured, holding 2.5 million gallons of molasses. And.
0: It's irresponsible
1: to hold that much molasses really in one was. place. <laughs> uh, uh, on January 15th, the tank was nearly full. And thanks to a recent infusion of 2.3 million gallons of molasses from Puerto Rico. Thank you, Puerto Rico. Thank you, Puerto Rico. Just after noon, something went horribly wrong. Witnesses later recalled hearing a noise like gunfire as the tank's rivets popped and the steel sides ripped open. Suddenly, 26 million pounds of molasses were tearing down the commercial street in a 15-foot wave. Holy shit. 35 miles per hour, ripping buildings off their... their, foundations 100 million dollars in today's do- uh, dollars of damage 150 people suffered severe inter- in, uh, injuries and 21 people died
0: oh my gosh
1: insane that's insane
0: <laughs> like and and to try and imagine trying to explain that to an alien right right my goodness
1: first of all what's molasses well, it kills people. <laughs> yes. It's our leading condiment killer. <laughs> yes, and they all eat it. They really <laughs> These <love> guys it. <laughs> on Earth are crazy. Well, I'll tell <laughs> you. I'm sorry.
0: It, it's pronounced beep-boop, beep-beep-beep-beep. Because you're a bunch of robots. I see. Space. January 18th, a few days Musk. after that, you pothead- you no-good drug-testing I don't... Oh, yeah, he is. I yeah. don't even smoke, I guess he drug-tests his employees, but he smokes weed on the Joe Rogan show.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, you could say High and like mighty. That. High I and mean,
0: mighty. Give,
1: don't, everyone's don't hurt ripping yourself on, falling everyone's off your, your on tall Elon horse, Musk. your high horse. He, look, he tried to save those, those children in the mine. He didn't try to do it. He was stoned <laughs> out of his mind. <laughs> He's, he's He was, sent his car into space. He's he's getting me to Mars. I'm signed was, up
0: on that, that that list. He was sitting in a bungalow in Calabasas <laughs> taking bong rips, calling CNN. No, no, no. I'm just kidding.
1: Everyone's ripping on Elon Musk. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the guy can do whatever the yeah, fuck too, he wants.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I'm just, I'm just kind of having some fun. I mean, but I
1: almost bought one of his cars.
0: I think he's more likely to take us to space than NASA.
1: Yeah, Richard Branson. That
0: guy's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. Okay, I, so January 18th, I'm a, a, a fan of NASA
1: though. <laughs> a fan
0: of NASA. Sean, I'm so disappointed.
1: <laughs> I knew that would get you. A going. couple
0: days after the horrible molasses incident,
1: it, it just never ends. This is a terrible year. Well, this oh is actually God.
0: good for uh for uh this individual. On January 18th, Polish pianist Ignacy uh, pianist Jan Padru- Pandruski became the prime minister of Poland. Oh, wow. Good for him. A little golf clap there for Mr. Pondrowski. Stuff happened in Europe, uh, mostly How involving... How do they
1: elect a prime minister? Can I stop you here? Is there a lottery? I think it's a... Uh, Borscht competition, a carnival game. Whoever can, they have to sit on
0: a block of ice, the and longest. the last person okay. on the All block right. of ice
1: is the prime minister. Wow, give it, give him that job. Absolutely. He deserves yeah. it. We didn't yeah. golf clap for golf enough clap. Enough <laughs> All that. right.
0: Uh, so stuff <laughs> happened in Europe, uh, mostly involving jazz bands playing for a bunch of inbred aristocrats and in royalty, where they basically took a bunch of American jazz bands and paraded them around for a bunch of like elitists.
1: Right. In, in Europe, it is. It's to to we need to mention that jazz started. In America. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what so, I don't
0: understand is when people say like, oh, America doesn't have any culture. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you call jazz?
1: We're one of the most diverse nations in, in history. In history, not yeah. the world in history. And yeah. in the, in the two or three hundred years that we've been around, it's, ridiculous what we've accomplished i mean jazz blues yeah.
0: country music like those yes. are rock and roll yes. all american rock bands. and roll might
1: have been yeah. british okay okay yeah. and, and i'll work all with right. you i'll give you a little wiggle yeah. room on all that right. but
0: blues jazz and country music right.
1: are specifically specifically american. american and jazz is huge that if you say jazz there is that, that's almost as much as like that encompasses as many bands and people as you as rock and roll
0: Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say that for all those types of music in only blues four and country, too. And very true, yeah. very true. Doesn't take much. Doesn't take much. The uh, one of the one of the most famous bands at the time was the Louisiana Five, and they were actually first billed as they were on the they were the first band billed as playing modern jazz. Do you in know 1919? how
1: many members they had in the? the
0: I group? think seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, they wanted to have two on retainer. No, it's like an NBA roster, so they have like <laughs> ten guys, right? Um, <laughs> So some popular songs of the year. I thought these were all going to be kind of corny titles. They're great tunes. They would they could be hit. They could be hit songs nowadays. Uh, "Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me" by Ted Lewis and his jazz band. Oh wow! "You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet" by Al Jolson. There we go. "A Pretty Little Girl Is Like a Melody" by John Steele. Jeez. "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" by Ben Selvin's <laughs> novelty orchestra. <laughs> Forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> the Moon Shines on the Moonshine by Burt Williams. There we go. All right. Quote Oh <laughs> <laughs> by Ted Lewis and his jazz band. Alcoholic Blues by Billy
1: Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Saxophobia. That sounds By awesome. Ruby Wadoff. John Coltrane right there. Jazz Baby
0: by Marion Harris. Jazz Baby. You'd be surprised by Eddie Cantor, "Alcoholic Blues." Oh, another by the alcohol- Louisiana, <laughs> another alcoholic, <laughs> blues. and the Weary Blues by <laughs> Yellow Nunez and the Louisiana Five.
1: <laughs>
0: A lot of tired, sad people. Yeah, <laughs> everyone well, I mean, that didn't die from the flu was tired. Hot and, and humid
1: in the South too. So some major births. Have you ever tried playing a a trumpet outside in the summertime for three hours? Man, it's not easy. No, it sounds... So all their their music's going to be slow and kind of grooving. No, it was all happy. It was all like... Oh,
0: wow. Okay. We got to get out of this fucking humidity. Even
1: more impressive.
0: Somebody take us to Europe where it's not so fucking humid. So some major births that year. Uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford, born in 1919. There we go, alright. Uh, Nat King Cole, born in 1919.
1: Hey. Pete Seeger. He sings that. all those uh, Christmas songs. Yeah, okay. and he's uh, also like one of the most prolific artists yes, in American I understand. history. I don't know if you yes. know about that. Yes, I understand. Uh, Pete Tennessee Seeger. Tennessee Williams was the one that I, I came up with originally. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. yes.
0: Uh, noted shifty communist Pete Seeger, born in uh, 1919. Liberace, No way. Born in 1919. There we go. And Art Blakey, born in 1919. Uh, Finally, we're going to get to the most fun, I'm going to say... Thing that happened in 1919. Okay. Because everything else was so horrible. I'm going to say that I this mean, was probably the most. This is pretty fun. It sounds. I, I I thought this was like actually a.
1: Well, it's really a string of horrific axe murders. Poking a German with a quill pen is pretty fun. It is.
0: <laughs> but I would say. I, I wanted to say that this was like a horrific murder we're going to talk about, but okay. it, it ended up being. It was it like a sweet, like sweet, sweet it's, thing. It's right? only like you know, like one serial killer as compared to fifty million people dying in the Spanish flu, and maybe
1: so, maybe even not a serial killer. Maybe he was just some guy with a bad reputation. Well, let's take a look at the evidence. So
0: what we're talking about is the Axeman of New Orleans. Wait a minute, the Axeman like the guitar player?
1: <laughs> no,
0: the Axeman as in the dude that murdered people with axes.
1: Oh so hence
0: the halloween theme in month of october Well i think it's just what they do in in uh in new orleans Okay yeah it's like a pastime Uh, beginning in May 1918, the city of new Orleans was held in a collective, I'm sorry, May 1919. That's what we're talking about. Uh, The city of New Orleans was held in a collective panic at the will of a sadistic madman, serial killer who brutally slayed his victims with an ax. Now for some background here, he um, would in most cases uh, pry the back panel off of a door and remove it with a chisel, and then he'd sneak his way into the house. And most houses had an axe handy for chopping wood at the right. time, because most had wood burning stoves. I have an axe. Hell yeah! yeah. Most all good Americans yeah. should have an axe. Right. This is a fact. It's ready to rock too. It, it comes <laughs> if you move here and get your citizenship. They give you a gun, an axe, and a Bowie knife. Especially in Texas. Oh yes. yeah, and a flask and a flask. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so, but he would uh, he would break in through the back door, chisel a a panel off of the back door. This is again and again and again. This was his modus operandi. Oh wow! Uh, and he is that would, Latin? Yes. For there you go. Uh, way Scholars. to murder! Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> modus operandi. No, it's like mode of operation. <laughs> but um, he would he would attack. We would get inside. Use their either their axe or their straight razor. And attack people inside weapons. Yeah, you would find stuff there. Interesting. The crimes were not motivated by robbery, and the perpetrator was never found. And he never took anything, even like weird stuff. He never like took any any. You know, Money garments or, or anything, anything nothing like, like that. No, no, he didn't take anything. Hmm. So
1: they, he was just there to kill people and leave. To give this guy credit, I know it sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, that's what we should do first is give him some credit. But, You're right, go ahead, Sean.
1: <laughs> I mean, let, give him the benefit of the doubt here. The man set himself up with a challenge. I assume he's a man. Again,
0: a uh, very, very sexist stance that to was take. was terrible. I, I feel very bad about it.
1: exclusionary. But I'm sorry, that's a just... A <laughs>
0: very sexist, ableist, I'm going to go ahead and say fascist <laughs> view. <laughs>
1: I mean, he set himself up with a challenge, he or she.
0: You're right. We are not being inclusive enough yeah. of this axe-wielding we mad person. We need to think
1: more like California, the state of California, mm, the Republic okay. of
0: California. Okay. I hate that sentence. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
1: uh we need to you know be unbiased as far as gender and ethnicity we have to assume, we have to assume that it could, anybody or anyone is any is capable of anything
0: i like it this. i like yeah. it we're gonna require a woman on our uh our our, our lineup our perp walk here.
1: yeah if you told me i had to require a a man as well i'd still give you shit about it yeah definitely you know, it has nothing to do with being the woman it's just it's all
0: ridiculous but sean loves yeah. california and he wants to move there because yes. he just loves it so much yes. so
1: i want to drive a prius too
0: i bet you do yeah <laughs> nice sandals uh,
1: <laughs> so let's go over some
0: of the victims here you'll notice a common string with all of them first was joseph mascio an italian grocer who was attacked on may 22nd roaster uh his wife Catherine. uh he was sleeping along his, alongside his wife Catherine at their uh, home on the upper corner of Upper Line and Magnolia Streets, where they conducted a barroom and, and grocery. The killer broke into the home and then proceeded to cut the couple's throats with a straight razor. Upon leaving, he bashed their heads in with an axe. they think in order to conceal the real cause of death, which is like a really shitty idea. Like, yeah, they'll never know that I slit their throats if I bash their heads in.
1: It's tough getting trying to get into the mind but of they, a, a they serial were, killer. They were just
0: breaking into the game yeah. in nineteen nineteen. They were like, Ah I'm not, I'm not. they didn't have Dexter. Right. They didn't have any, any references. <laughs> uh, Joseph actually survived the attack. So he was he was attacked but not killed. But he died minutes later right. after being discovered by his brother uh, Jake and in his other brother Andrew Maggio. Uh Catherine Where died. were
1: they to begin with? They were living I blame them.
0: So this is they lived right next door and in okay. this case, it was one of it was uh, Jake. I think it was Andrew Maggio's razor that the oh, guy had wow. found, yeah, and used to. So he broke into his brother's broats.
1: place to steal a razor, and then go kill him and his wife. Yeah,
0: they, his brother was a, su- a suspect initially because he had right. just sharpened the razor and everything, but it ended up being um, it wasn't him.
1: It Maybe was a first it was the uh, the barber. Didn't the barber do all that sharpening and stuff? His brother was a barber. Oh, wow. That's why he had it.
0: He's definitely fine, He's definitely so the dude. He
1: definitely is the guy. Uh, well,
0: second <laughs> on the attack list, I mean, it could be for the first death for sure, uh, was Catherine Maggio, the wife of Joseph Maggio. Uh, Louis Bessemer, uh, the third victim. Uh, Harriet Lowe, the fourth. Anna Schneider, Joseph Romano, uh, Charles Cortamiglia, Rose Cortemiglia, Mary Cortomiglia, family that was ta- attacked. Steve Boca, Sarah Lauman, Mike What's With all Pepitone. these Italians. Exactly. So they think he was an anti Italian, anti immigrant racist. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who was.
1: G- remind me why there were so
0: many Italians in, in. It was a port city. And I mean, other than it being. I really don't know why didn't there's so it, many Italians. Didn't uh, New Orleans burn Orleans? to
1: the ground in the in the first wo- in one of the wars in 1812. Yeah. 1812 It yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: they didn't necessarily burn it to the ground. Andrew Jackson was just like, "Well, you're not gonna fucking take it. Right. So, so either we're, yeah. we're gonna win, the, we're gonna stop you from taking it, or we're gonna or burn we're it. We're not gonna have it. anything." <laughs> yeah.
1: so what He should be president.
0: Yeah, I think he had two hundred (laughs) twenty-something duels because he married a girl that wasn't officially divorced yet, (laughs) and because of that, everyone called her a whore. And every time someone called her a whore, he had to duel them. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Well, yeah, our more observant listeners may have noticed. But after a while,
1: he was like, "Oh, come on, guys! I <laughs> we you
0: really think we really enjoyed every well, single I'm one of sure. them." Sure, yeah, but
1: it was funny because it was one of those like jokes that people laugh right, at. Right, right. Well, this, yeah, le- this maybe was led, bad uh, timing, but this led taste.
0: to many speculating that uh, the anti-Italian sentiment was behind all of these murders, and they haven't really officially proved that. But it's something that most people are pretty comfortable, at least kind of positing as a theory as to what his okay. motivation would have been. But actually, the Axeman ended up sending a letter into the local New Orleans paper uh, addressed from hell. Uh, Who March,
1: else did this? Was it the Zodiac Killer? March,
0: uh, uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper yeah, did Yeah, he okay. addressed one from hell. So this guy's kind of like, if, if Jack the Ripper was the Yardbirds, he's the Yardbirds to the Axeman's Led Zeppelin.
1: Oh, wow. He was like, let me just pick up where you Maybe left off. Maybe he's the same guy.
0: I, I don't see that. I don't...
1: History Channel spinoff.
0: That would be like a 50-year differential. No, that would be, let's see, a 45-year differential, I think. I mean career criminal? You'd be a very dedicated old man. <laughs> yeah. It'd be hard for an old man to pry off of these, <laughs> like, all these doors <laughs> and steal axes. So a letter from the Axeman from hell, March thirteenth, 1919. Oh, this is
1: what he wrote to the paper.
0: This is what he wrote into the paper. Okay esteemed mortal of New Orleans
1: can you do an accent or something <laughs> like a, uh, uh, what about like a Georgia, Georgia esteemed Savannah esteemed mortal of New Orleans
0: <laughs> they have never caught me and they never will they have never seen me for I am invisible <laughs> even as the ether that surrounds your earth I am not a human being but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell I am what you New Orleanians and your foolish police call the axe man. Whoa. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe be smeared with blood and brains of he whom I shall send below to keep me company. If you wish to tell the police, do not be careful to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. (laughs) I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Yosef, etc. <laughs> but tell them to beware. Let them not discover who I am, for it would be better too that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the Axeman. Oh, wow. I don't think there is any need of much of a warning. For I feel sure the police will always dodge me, as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all
1: harm.
0: (laughs) Undoubtedly, the Orleanians think of me as a most horrible murderer, which I am. But it could not be much worse if I wanted to. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could stray thousands of your best citizens And the worst, for I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Now, to be exact, at 12.15, earthly time, on Tuesday night, I am going to pass over the city of New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, (laughs) I am going to make a little proposition to your people. Here it is. I am very fond of the jazz music. And I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have mentioned. Yes. If everyone has a jazz band going well then, so much the better for your people. One thing is certain, and that is that some of your people who do not have jazz out on that specific Tuesday night, in parentheses, if there be any... (laughs) will get the axe! (laughs) Yes! Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, and as it is about time to leave my earthly home, I will cease my discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee, as I have been, and am, and will be the worst spirit that ever existed, either in fact or realm of fantasy. It's
1: the Axman. Wow, thank you so That's much. About seven Axman. different
0: accents stuffed you know, you in there. You went into a
1: little bit of a German, like a, a Klaus, German, but, yeah. a
0: hard French Quebecian. Yeah. Uh, I think I tossed some kind of uh, Middle Eastern dialect in there. It was
1: all right, though. I uh, imagine a spirit of I'll that magnitude would speak in several accents. I'm a
0: very talented person. Yes. I mean, he is his
1: biggest fan. (laughs) Some particularly
0: uh, awesome New Orleans (laughs) residents place their own ads in the local papers in response. Are we talking like a
1: Craigslist
0: like they did like a no like think more like a clapback video like a like a rap like like a hip hop diss video and like i'll diss you back they were just like well here's my address and like come see me on that night axe man (laughs) so they listed their address and like a little challenge like they'd say like (laughs) fuck you
1: come see me oh man uh what happened to those guys
0: well they didn't get murdered
1: oh we know that well were they playing jazz No,
0: I think they probably, in my mind, they're playing like Judas Priest and like standing outside with like a 12-gauge waiting for the Axeman. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You got another thing coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no murders were recorded on the night in question, nor was the Axeman ever apprehended. Ultimately, jazz would become part of the fabric of American culture and the terror and violence wrought by the Axeman would fade from public memory. However, for six New Orleans families, there was also ultimately no justice and no retribution. And that is a real tragedy that is often overlooked in this sensational story. So, on that happy note, thank you yes. for tuning in. All right. To this episode of All Damn Night. And uh, we want to say stay tuned for this upcoming Halloween series. This has been kind of a warm up episode for the upcoming October.
1: The point of these nightcaps is to give us a break so we have time to put out the amazing content. Yeah. In the and the
0: one we have coming up is uh, one that I'm really excited about. It is a uh, Halloween themed month we're going to be going with here. It's going to be very nice. It is going to uh, be a. a A a pet project of mine, something that I'm very much looking forward to, and I think you will enjoy as well. It's a wild story Uh, coming up. How wild is it going to be? We're going to have cocaine, disco, porn, rock and roll, and murder all in the same episode. It
1: sounds like uh, you're hitting all the bases. All of them. Everything you
0: need. Curious? Come back next week for our biggest series ever. Nice. Here on. I'll be here. It's the greatest music podcast in history. It's all damn
1: night. It is. I think we need to give a special shout out.
0: Oh, that's right. So, we're very, very excited, very, very humbled, very, very honored. We, 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 are humbled and honored that anyone listens. We are, we are so yes. thrilled. Thank with you, all, all of our So friends. much for we being. We value fans, yeah. you so much, but we value you more when you sponsor <laughs> the show. <laughs> and we want to give a very special shout out <clears throat> to a Mister.
1: Uh, he prefers to be named The Great Buttski. The Great Buttski. <laughs> In the name of Patria, the Spirit of Santos. We thank you
0: very humbly, Great Buttski, and hope that this episode has pleased you. And we hope that the episodes to come will please you. All hail, Great Buttski. Great Buttski. So uh, again, thank you for tuning in, and thank you to Great Buttsky and all of our uh, all of our. We really appreciate everyone that listens, and uh, we appreciate all the emails and social media stuff that you guys have been sending in. Keep hitting us up with that. We're gonna do a listener episode pretty soon here. Um, uh, you can hit us up at All Damn Night on Twitter, uh, All Damn Night Podcast on Instagram, um, All Damn Night Podcast on Facebook, uh, Sean at All Damn Night S-E-A-N. S-E-A-N, uh Brandon at All Damn Night.com for emails. All Damn Night dot com, dot com. Yeah. is our official website A we YouTube
1: are, channels coming up YouTube
0: big stuff coming up there we, we got some, some
1: live shows yeah some um, live stuff
0: coming up um, Some just we're really developing the show we've got some, uh, some ideas we think you're really going to like that are going to um, put some new twists on what we've been doing and um, some really good content coming up so stay tuned for it and we will be back next week with the greatest podcast in music history it's all damn night